product owner, I might jump around the corner for towards the team and ask them like, oh, I need a certain thing. And uh, then I need to learn the hard way that it is way more complicated than um, I thought maybe in the first place. Welcome to the Azure Working Model Podcast. My name is Roman and I'm looking forward to host you in today's episode. Welcome everybody to today's episode of the Agile Working Model Podcast. I'm here today with a special person, a person I know already over one and a half years now. Um, it's Alexander Baer. Alex, hi, welcome to today's episode. Hi, Roman. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Um, thanks for having me here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. Maybe even, more, it's maybe even more than one and a half years, right? Yeah, I was thinking about that, actually. I was like, damn, it's probably two years already, like August, two years ago, something. Yeah, Anyways, it's like, um, it's like 10. yeah, <laughs> Alex and I have the same kind of passion. He's kite surfer, but you probably say some stuff about that later. So today's episode, um, we're talking really from the practice. We're talking about the field. We're talking about how to succeed as product owner, as Alex is in this role, leading a team which is spread around the world, um, which is building complex IT product. Um, so today's episode from the field, how to succeed as product owner. Uh, maybe Alex, let me shortly introduce you from my side. I have some things written down here and you can then just add. Uh, you studied once industrial engineering in Berlin. Um, several years you had consulting experience in different uh, fields. You're running as well your own business. Um, the last couple of years you joined as product owner at uh, Schindler. Schindler uh, elevators, escalators. I think nearly everybody used that already anywhere around the world. Um, and I think you're really the man with the most flights in 2019. I know as you were traveling kind of weekly basis from uh, Berlin to the Swiss. Is that correct? That's unfortunately correct. <laughs> All right. Um, as I said, you love kiteboarding. Maybe you can add some more about yourself, who you are. Um, some words from your side. Okay, so career-wise or what you have in mind? Like uh, I said, uh, you know, career-wise, you, you joined the product owner role. How did it come that you end up at Schindler right now and that you, you know, that you were working there? What happened? Um, so career-wise, I would say like 10 years ago, I started my um, own finance business with a friend um, mm -hmm. in parallel to um, to my study. Before I started the master, I went for a very intensive uh, internship in the US for a while, um, worked there also in product management and or project management, to be more precise, um, since 2017 in consulting. And uh, last year I joined Schindler as a development operations manager in the role, also functional role of the product owner. Um, from, due to or during the consulting time, I was engaged on a project with Schindler. And um, yeah, there I started basically in various product owner roles um, for different uh, topics. Uh, and 
that's basically where I am today. So working as a product. Yeah, and that's where also we we met up as I came in as agile coach for for the team, the former team, and then our common journey started. And Corian, you you're based in Berlin, right? You're working you're working um, with your team from Berlin, but the team is spread in Swiss, India. How is that current setup? Everywhere. So, uh, in fact, um, yes. Yeah, so located in Berlin, that changed um, last year as I moved to um, Schindler. Mm -hmm. right? So, but um, technically, um, the whole team is uh, it's a global team. The core team, I would say, is in Berlin, but we also working with externals um, all around the world. Um, various time zones. Um, sometimes difficult if you need to match. US and Australia, but um, oh yeah. yeah, challenging. But I um, think it's not just us today who are working in such an environment. Yeah, and especially with COVID and stuff, it's it's even more complicated, right? Um, looking at yourself again and wrapping yourself up, do you have three hashtags for us that would describe yourself? Do you have something in mind? T team player. <laughs> I would say okay. uh, the team player would be something which is really important for me. Um, um, dedicated, probably, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and pragmatic. Definitely, say. definitely. And it's still on our common list. I just remind you to go for a common kiteboarding session. Anyways, that's not the topic for today. <laughs> um, to describe, to describe a bit of setup, we we are talking about today, the topic is product ownership, right? Um, and maybe for the listeners to understand a bit better, you already described that you're a distributed team, that you're having the role, but um, maybe you could explain a bit more, like what, what team setup is it, in which agile working model you're working, what tools are you using? Do you can give us some insights on that? Um, in the first place, right, the choice you usually have, if you're not going to go into a very specific environment, um, you either work more in Kanban, more in Scrum, right? And uh, that's one of the decisions you, I guess, you need to take if you set up a team. Um, well, there's also something in between, right? So um, thing which is called Scrumban, trying to combine the beautiful thing of both different approaches. Um, into one thing, right? Also having some benefits uh, for this part, but also on the other hand, of course, some downsides of it. Um, we recently shifted back from Kanban as we separated development a little more from our operations part. Mm -hmm. um, and on the operations part, we are driving Kanban approach as there are so many changes. Um, in a short amount of time, it's, uh, you can also plan it, of course, but it's, it's different. Um, and for the development team, we chose now print uh, for Scrumban approach. And yeah, so that's currently so a basic setup, I would say. Um, we have right now and roughly two. Toolwise, you are all doing in Jira, right? Confluence, that's your mainly daily tooling as yeah. a product then owner. Yeah, you love the backlog function, as I know. <laughs> yeah, 
it's increasing Great. yeah so um definitely gyra the most um, in my daily business i would say gyra is the most used tool mm -hmm. maybe beside teams right so as mm -hmm. today you need to communicate especially during all those lockdown situations from home uh, teams is probably the number one tool but um, like <laughs> yeah, from probably. a business perspective or like really working as a product owner gyra um, Jira would, would be the um, most used tool, also confluence to document the stuff, right? Um, <laughs> of all Atlassian tool, tools, um, uh, quite important for us. Um, you have multiple ways to, um, to use it in your daily business to mm. um, make all processes and not the whole, the whole setup a little bit more efficient. Um, you already said that, you know, for the development team, you're developing a software. Are you allowed to tell us roughly what you're doing there? What product you're developing? Like, or would you say rather not? And you tell us about your daily, um, daily routine. How does a product on a day look like? It might be interesting if you can describe in, you know, blurry thing, what the product is, what you're developing there for the listeners. But if you say, yeah, rather confidential, then, then I understand that fairly enough. Um, I think it's not a secret, right? That literally mm -hmm. every industrial company right now is trying to connect their product, right? Mm -hmm. And um, as such, you need to have a way. I mean, talking about industry IoT, right? IoT. Mm -hmm. um, you need to have a way to integrate all those. Mm -hmm connections, devices, whatever it is at the end, products. Um, and our team is um, basically developing, further enhancing the device management environment as such. Wow, wow. That's, that's a huge, huge challenge, um, especially when you think in IIoT and there are potentially thousands of thousands of devices. Um, that's that's interesting, but it makes it a bit more, you know, grippy for the for the listeners. When you get up in the morning, like what what is your routine as a product owner? Do you have a routine, you know, maybe dailies, or is there anything you say? I'm looking the backlog. Like maybe you can describe a bit your product owner day. Usually, first thing is uh, checking if anything critical did come in. Oh. Mm -hmm is it's not just the product owner role it's also the the role as a development lead um, where you need to be on certain topics of course so usually i start there um checking um the recent stuff um but then if you say like are there routines there are definitely routines so um we follow Scrum approach also in Kanban, you can have those stand up meetings, but that's um, mm -hmm. the first really meeting. Usually, the first routine um, in the morning is we have a daily with the whole team where we're going to report on the status of the work the team is doing today, right? So, mm -hmm. also if there are impediments, if there are any changes, um, if um, topics are getting bigger than expected, right? You can do the planning, and if the planning at the end, um, I mean, I don't, I don't have a crystal ball of how it was is called, right? So I can't look at yeah. the future. 
you try the best to estimate certain things, but sometimes um, that's life, right? Yeah. Real world kicks in and suddenly take different direction and yeah. um, <laughs> therefore um, all those topics are going to be addressed in the morning routine right and then could be taking up offline of course um, also it's very important to have the um, information shared across the team right so that also other team members are up to date um, on certain topics sometimes you work a little bit more isolated i'm not a big fan of working isolated on stuff um more like have the communication the close alignment mm -hmm. but on certain things you just need to lock yourself away and you need to solve a certain issue right um which leads up to a situation where you might be not in into the other topics and therefore the daily be one of the most important mm -hmm. alignment i would say on the other hand we have also retrospectives to recapture the um last iteration we also follow refinement meetings um right grooming grooming meetings refinement meetings for our backlog items um which next uh, which go into the next planning so then the planning maybe goes. you could maybe you could shortly describe what you like what a grooming meeting is because it's not that you know common meeting in sense of scrum but what are you doing in there so technically it's um if you have the basis of all of it is the backlog, right? So if you do a planning, if you do a refining, if you do any work looking into the future, which is not today, you will have a backlog on certain topics, on also certain bigger topics, maybe you need to cut into pieces. Um, cutting certain topics into pieces would happen, for instance, in a refinement. As a product owner, I might jump around the corner for towards the team and ask them like, oh, I need a certain thing. And uh, then I need to learn the hard way that it is way more complicated than um, I thought maybe in the first place. And so you cut a certain thing into pieces and then afterwards um, you can define what actions you need to take in order to solve mm -hmm. certain pieces, right? And that's what going to so happen. So it's already a preparation to do even a better planning meeting for the sprint then that you're not completely actually, blurry, but yeah. yeah. Actually, what, what I do is at the end of the refinement meeting, so I move everything which is refined, um, some top, some, some actions in, in Jira itself, right? But so it's so like changing mm -hmm. labels and, and, and so on, but technically I move it to the next, um, to the next future. Um, sprint iteration, and then you have a preloaded sprint, which is, has certain priorities, which is like 300% of what um, what you could plan. Yeah. And then in the planning meeting, we decide what we can tackle. But, but that's a clever approach. You, you already have them kind of a short term roadmap and see what is coming up in the next sprint, yeah. two, three sprints kind of. That's yeah, that's correct. a cool hint. Also, if you have dependencies. Sometimes exactly. A dependency between certain topics and like, okay, you need to do this first before the other. So I can yeah. already put a certain topic into the over next whatever mm -hmm. iteration. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you. Um, I think we got pretty good, you know, understanding of what setup you're working in and to you to make it a bit more um, atmosphere in here. I always have that part of, I give you five words and I just want your direct reaction to these five words without big thinking behind. So 
Um, if that's okay, I will just start. I will read the word and just your reaction, and then we can proceed with the next topic. Um, the first word I have is developers. <laughs> okay. Jira. Tool. Scrum Master. Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> Im impediment Solver. Okay. Roadmaps. Strategy. Okay, wow. And Sprints. Short-term strategy slash uh, <laughs> actual work, right? Okay, operations. So um, you you said roadmap strategy. I totally agree. I had another um, talk, like the last podcast episode with, with Roman Pichler together, where he described a bit like how, how roadmaps and stuff can be handled. Just for the listeners, if you're interested in this, you can listen there as well. Anyways, coming back to product ownership and a bit of the question how to succeed as you are in this role you know you know what daily challenges and so on um but you know what maybe from your point of view what makes product ownership product overall successful like from your point of view maybe you can give some tips and hints around that the team the team <laughs> okay you're all sitting in the same boat if Everyone does his job. Um, mm -hmm. um, the whole system works, right? Um, I succeed as a product owner if we deliver. Um, if we deliver what we promise to the customer, if we promise to stakeholders, but everyone is customer, right? And um, if we promise to certain persons or certain user groups um, certain things, and we do it in time according to our roadmap and our strategy, that's a success, and therefore. The whole um, team needs to work in the way it's needed. So um, communication, it's all mm. more communication, and um, I would say maybe a portion of persistence. Okay. On certain topics, yeah. you need to be really, yeah, on on top of it um, to follow certain things up. Not everything is um, comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. Not everything is something. Um, the team also really likes to do some like passion into it. So some things are really um, needed, right? It's more to mm. enhance the whole setup, test environments, for instance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How would you say like as a product owner role, you, you already said communication towards the team, but also towards customers and management, right? So. Do you see also yourself as a link between customers management? Is that your daily business and the team? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's basically in the middle of it. Um, mm -hmm. Also, my duty is to um, keep certain politics away from the team so that the team can do their actual job, right? And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. this is, I think, a really important thing you need to understand the product owner is also technically a scrum master, right, which could do also certain things. Um, but overall, as such, to cover for the team, right, and to also gather the right requirements for mm -hmm. a team and maybe decide 
if this makes sense in the whole strategy in the whole setup not just fire everything at the team and like okay we need this we need this we need this tomorrow we need this and then change topics unplanned um that's not gonna work and that's not a healthy environment so really you said some really important really important thing doing the right thing and and i think you nailed that it's it's like really the point of, of your role you as a product only need to figure out what is the right thing and the team will do then the stuff hopefully right you know they know the best how to solve it but uh you as a link in that position you know what what comes up what you know what is in your roadmap maybe what is on your sprint plan yeah that's that's absolutely true do you have like because um, you, you work on daily basis, you for sure have some things you really like as a product owner doing and maybe some you don't like. Do you have any example there? Is there something where you say, no, actually, I love my whole job. Um, I'm doing everything or, um, I don't know, backlog sorting, whatever. There, there, you know, there are a lot of nasty things you probably need to do every day base. So, I mean, I think you should have a little bit of passion for everything what you're doing as a job right independent of if it's no product owner thing but at the end it's always also a job right so yeah. um, i work on certain things which are generating value um, which is maybe not always comfortable right but it's part of it and um, i think to accept this whole thing makes you a little bit more efficient and a little bit more um, calm on certain topics I really enjoy um, closing the sprint if it was a good sprint, um, mm -hmm. looking on the KPIs, um, so being proud on what the team achieved. That's really mm -hmm. a cool thing if you're going to go for a demo session with the customers and you can show what uh, what the whole team developed on what mm -hmm. we brought to life, right? If you, and especially if working in an agile um, environment, being close to the customer, right? Super important to understand what you want to de uh, develop needs to generate additional value for them. Right? Yeah. If you're yeah. at the end uh, deliver, um, delivering or developing something which they don't need, it doesn't help. But if you're going to get feedback, right? I think, let's say two months ago, one month ago, maybe, if it is critical, you, you're going to get from the customer the feedback, all right, this would really help us and this would really um, lower the cost on certain things if we would have a certain function you get this feedback and you are able to put it into um, the over next planning so you have the refinements in between you groom the stories you uh, cut it into pieces and then you deliver in a product demo whatever like let's say six weeks maybe maybe nine mm -hmm. weeks later a feature where they are blown away like wow you did it in such a short mm -hmm. amount of time so and then they don't care about other stuff but i think you always need to have a good mix between um, like fulfilling the customer needs on the one hand so really bringing new features those things where they are going to smile and they're going to think well that's a cool product i really like to use it. i mean we're talking about the business product right it's not that you yeah. have like a fantastic game or something like this but it's really something what maybe um um, make their daily life easier and they mm -hmm. will really appreciate it. So always having something like this in, but then also don't forget about the whole operation of uh, maybe of the yeah. environment. So make the overall product better. And then on the other hand, you need to also take care that there are certain things in 
written in the background are going to be better. So that's the three parts I'm trying to balance for every planning so that you have, for instance, a better test environment set up, which uh, deloads the whole team from certain things if you automate things, right? That's not in the first place generating value or new features for the customer, but it will make the team more happy and it will yeah. deload them from certain topics, right? So we yeah. can develop more features. <laughs> and more <laughs> and make the customer even more happy. Um, yeah, great. Great. Thank you for these insights. Um, looking a bit at the time, I would like to ask you, like my last question, if somebody's getting started in the product owner role, do you have any tips, you know, if you're getting started there, what should they do? Should they talk first to the team? I don't know, you know, maybe one, two, three tips for you're new to that role, how to get started there. Um, watch and learn. I think it's super important that you, um, if you're getting into the new role, I think that fits to a lot of um, new positions or jobs, but um, um, analyze the, the environment. So learn about this, um, the um, skill set of, of the team, um, understand who is good in what, uh, what kind of things or which, which topics they are the best in so you can use their friends and um yeah elevate it even more right and never never try to be the one who is telling them what they need to do so they are the experts if you have senior developer in your team they do it for, for they do development uh, for years and um you're not the one who does the development at the end they need to understand the environment you need to understand the environment as such, of course, as well. But if they trust in, in those persons, right, um, don't dictate mm -hmm. them what they have to do. Ask them what they need to do or what they think would be the best approach and then try to fit it to the overall strategy. Um, sometimes I think it's, um, it's a trade-off between how much effort someone wants to put into certain things and um, how much business value you generate out of it at the end but you need to, to listen to the um, experts, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, cool. Um, I, yeah, I think that's a very important thing. And communication, more communication. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think you can't, over you can't over-communicate as a product owner, right? <laughs> I think one, one other thing um, which I have in mind is it's um, always important to also deliver value, right? So you need to... Mm -hmm be part of the team. You are not on top of the team or so you are part of the team. So it's super important that everyone at team does his job and that the others know that you're doing your job, right? So mm. delegating everything does not work. So they need to feel like you are a valuable part of the team, especially if you start in this role. Um, I think that's um, an important advice. Yeah, very well, very good. Alex, thank you so much. Uh, we got a lot of insights around product ownership, product owner role about your daily business. Um, I enjoyed talking to you. Hope you too. <laughs> um, pleasure. The question would be now if somebody wants to know more, I think you would be open even if you're like packed uh, until the sky, but maybe you would be open to, to get in touch with a person. So um, if somebody wants to reach us, I think the best way is via LinkedIn, right? Sure. 
just um, I will add this to the notes. You can contact Alex. You can contact me if you want to know some more further things. Alex, do you have any famous last sentence to end up our podcast episode today? What do you want to share with us? Thanks for having me here. Uh, pleasure. I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, it's an important topic. It's it's now currently one of the hottest topics, I think, uh, especially in all those situations, working remote, you need to be way better in processes. And it's Thank uh, you. an important thing what you're doing here. Good luck. Further. Thank you, Alex. Um, and everybody out there, have a nice day and goodbye and see you next time. Alex, bye-bye. Ciao. Thank you. Bye.